At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Welcome back live post-game show. Mark Farza, Derek Gunn, Devin Haney with you now from Lincoln Financial Field, brought to us by Mesa Law & Associates. If you need a tough injury lawyer, Call Mesa Law. Call Joe Mesa. John McMullen joining the live postgame show. What's going on, John? Well, I wish I was at Lincoln Financial Field. I'm oh, at, of course. MetLife Stadium. So no, that's I me. Got, you know, I got to drive. That's <laughs> me not putting my words in the best position to make the right <laughs> statement. Uh, no, my apologies. Uh, John, just for postgame reaction, uh, looking at this team and looking how uh, Sirianni addressed the media after the game, what did he have to say most notably about the turnovers in this game? Well, I think everybody took accountability. Certainly uh, Jalen Rager uh, did and should have, and I do give him credit for coming out and speaking to us. Uh, Boston Scott did, and obviously Jalen Hurts uh, did as well. So that part of it is good, uh, you know, but, I, I mean, you also have to be realistic and say, you know, this is a game you have to win. I mean, you have to win this game. You're, you're clearly the better football team. We all know what the turnover margin means in the NFL. Well, you turned it over four times, and, you know, the Giants got a scratch and claw to get out of here with a victory, which kind of tells you just how limited they were, especially on a short week when they fired their offensive coordinator. News broke that Dave Gettleman, I shouldn't say broke, because everybody knew it's most likely he's not going to be back uh, moving forward. Everything was against the New York Giants in this game, and the Eagles ran for 200 yeah. yards again, uh, and they somehow couldn't win a football game. It's pretty amazing, actually. Hey, hey, John, um, I've gotten word that uh, Miles Sanders was dealing with an ankle issue. Did yeah. anybody talk about how severe the ankle issue was and if it was going to cost him to miss another game in the immediate future? Well, he definitely, obviously, late in the game, he tried to come back in. He tweaked yeah. his ankle on that on that big run, and I think everybody was like, "You give it to Miles," and I got a lot of that on Twitter. And then you forget about him. Yeah. They didn't forget about him. He was banged up. You could see him on the sidelines, uh, trying to get that ankle loose. And he came back in, I think, for one run, and then it was pretty much he was pretty much out. Mm -hmm. So Nick mentioned it and said he'll have more information tomorrow. But yeah. Clearly, they had to go to Boston Scott. They had to go to Kenny Gainwell. And, you know, they were still effective. Kenny was effective as a receiver on that final drive. And Boston was effective running the ball. He got the touchdown, but he had the fumble. I, I mean, you know, he, he had broken on that play. And, and there was some green in front of him. And he just kind of lost focus. And, and the football came out. And, you know, it was just one of those days – is what Jalen Hurts described. It really was. It was one of those days where nothing was going right, and it looked at the very end they'd be able to pull it out because of the opponent, and then all of a sudden Jalen Rager pops up and drops the football twice. It's pretty amazing. Did you guys get to talk to Rager? 
Yeah, yeah, we did. And and like I said, I give Jalen Rager a lot of credit uh, for coming out and, and uh, speaking after that type of game and after that type of circumstance because, you know, he could use the limitations to his advantage and not want to speak. But he wanted to talk to us. He came out uh, and he took accountability for it and dropping the football and Again, it's it's good. You give somebody a check mark for that. But we all know, I mean, this game is about you're you're graded on your pro- productivity. That's mm-hmm. that's it. it. It's it's a it's a vicious game in that uh, kind of uh, mentality because either you produce in this league or you don't produce. And right now, Jalen Rager's not producing, and he had an opportunity. Uh, to be a hero in this particular game, and he couldn't get it done again. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are putting the loss on on Jalen Rager, and uh, my opinion is like, yeah, he should have caught those balls, but uh, he also it shouldn't have come down to that. You know, th- this game was just mistake after mistake after bad play. So, uh, what we were just discussing is, you know, who does it fall on? And I'm curious to get your opinion on on who do you think is, I know you can't just blame one person for a loss like this, but who do you think most of uh, that responsibility falls on? Well, I think most of it falls on, on Jalen Hurts. I mean, it, it was certainly his worst game as a thrower, uh, I think, this season. I mean, he was really, really bad uh, in the first 35 minutes of this game or so. And that decision at the end of the half, uh, where he threw the inter- – remember, he had two red zone interceptions, not only two interceptions, but uh, two in the red zone where if you just take the Jake Elliott gimme field goals, you're up 6-3 instead of down 3 nothing. So from that standpoint, mm-hmm. you got to make the right decisions even if you're playing it a little bit cautious and, 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 and get out in front of a team that is not equipped uh, to play from behind. Needless to say, uh, you saw that Giants offense. It was as bad as advertised. And the defense certainly held their water. Anytime you give up 13 points on the road in this league, you should win the game. Um, And as I said, you you know, plus four uh, turnover margin. (laughs) And the Eagles had a chance to win it. And and the waning seconds, that kind of tells you how bad the Giants are. And I think the Eagles are going to look back at this game and say, man, we, that, that this one could haunt them. When you talk about making the playoffs, not making the playoffs, this, this game could be the difference. Mm. Uh, John, the first interception, I I want to go back to that because on the broadcast, Mark Schlereth made, uh, he alluded to the idea that there might've been pass interference. We never saw a replay of the play. Thanks a lot for that Fox sports. Uh, but when it came to that particular play, did you get a good angle on it? Do you, can you take us through uh, that first interception? Uh, uh, the the first one, um, I I heard about the pass interference on on social media. I didn't see it live. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I certainly didn't get the the thought process that um, it was only an interception because okay uh, of interference. Uh, the the thought I got from seeing it live was that Quez and, and Jalen weren't on the same page. And Jalen expected Quez um, to come further to the middle of the field, and he sort of stopped his route. I don't know if that was because he thought it was a scramble drill at that point. Mm-hmm. 
but I, I think it was more about those two not being on the same page than anything else. Okay. Hmm. Hey, hey, John, any explanation for why um, Goddard wasn't more involved in the game plan? Or, or did they did they blanket him? Or was he just not a part of the equation today? Yeah, I, they, they were definitely, especially on third down, they were bracketing Dallas Goddard. That was their game plan. That was the Giants' game plan. It was pretty evident, and in fact, early on. They were trying to take him away. Remember, mm-hmm. when, you, when you look at this team's offense over the past month, the Eagles, it's been obviously very run-heavy. Uh, and the only two players getting targets were uh, Devontae Smith and Dallas Goddard. So the Giants, Patrick Graham, knew that coming in. It was his design to try to take away the comfort uh, of those two receivers for Jalen Hurts. I think the Giants did a good job, especially with Goddard. I know Devontae Smith was seemed to be upset late when the football wasn't going his way and other receivers were dropping the football. So that's something to keep an eye on. Uh, but no doubt the Giants knew uh, those were the Eagles' only competent pass catchers. They tried to take him away. They did take him away. And it was the right decision because the other guys couldn't step up. They just could not step up. I I mean, on that note, I, I know Devontae Smith was uh, apparently frustrated at the end that he wasn't targeted. Did Nick Sirianni address play calling at all as a factor in this loss? Uh, yeah, he was asked. Obviously, you know, it's why aren't you running early every time he passed? Why aren't you running the football? I, I do think people kind of forget that there's there's got to be sort of uh, two two masters served here. Yeah, you want to win football games. Right. And the easiest way for the Eagles to win football games right now is to run the football because they've run it, as we said, for 200 yards in four out of five games. And the other one was – 170, whatever it was, 170-180. On the other hand, you want to develop the quarterback. And if you're hiding the quarterback, I've been saying this for weeks, it's not sustainable. I mean, at at some point, somebody's going to roll in here with a good defense and say, all right, we're going to put eight people in the box and and just, I don't care what you do running the football. We're going to stop it. And the Eagles have to find out about this quarterback as well for the long term. We, we, you know, it seems like Philadelphia is this week to week. Last week, you know, I, I was joking to Damo. I said, get ready, get your Hall of Fame, you know, presentation ready because everybody had Jalen Hurts. Oh, he's the answer. He's the long term answer. He's it. He's the guy. And now this week you say, he's not the guy. Mm. Well, it's a process. And from the Eagles standpoint, they're trying to figure out if he is the guy. And part of being the guy as an NFL quarterback, let's be honest, is throwing the football. I, I mean, as much success as they have had running the football, I say this and people hate it, and that's fine. It is The margin of error is so small in this league, in this era, in this environment, if you're just going to say, we're going to run it, run it, run it, we can't pass it. Doesn't mean you can't win a game. Doesn't mean you can't go on a little run like the Eagles did. It means you can't win consistently, though. And you saw today against a really bad football team, you lost a game 
because you can't throw the football. Early it was the quarterback, late it was the receivers. So everybody had a, a, a piece of it. But you got to be able to throw the football to win it in this league. Yeah. Yeah. And it looked like, John, that a couple of different points in this game, even going into it, you kind of felt like if you're a defensive coordinator, and if you're even if you're an Eagles fan, you had to say to yourself, how do you beat the Eagles? It's make Jalen Hurts throw deep. And really, even in the early goings of this game, it wasn't even him throwing deep down the field 20, 30 yards down the line of scrimmage or down the line. If you're looking at a early play in this game to Quez Watkins on the outside, it was a comeback route. Jalen Hurts missed the throw. There was another play where Jalen Hurts in the first quarter rolled to his left, had Devontae Smith open down the sideline, misfired to Devontae Smith towards the middle of the field. It was almost picked. The camera actually got a good angle of Devontae Smith looking back at the quarterback, looking back at Jalen Hurts going, like he, he had this confused look on his face, and I hate reading body language, but that was pretty obvious there. So what I'm saying is looking at this particular game, it seems like the Giants just said, yeah, go ahead. Beat us with Jalen Hurts throwing the football. We'll give you the short stuff. We'll give you the run game, but beat us down the field, and that's what the Eagles weren't able to do. Yeah, and uh, you know, a lot. Everybody's obviously going to focus on the interceptions, and uh, obviously that was a, a bad part of it. But there were a lot of bad throws that weren't interceptions, as you mentioned, Mark. And and those are throws you have to complete. And while I say the bad stuff, I want to, I want to also say the good stuff. I don't, I don't usually when quarterbacks play like that, in a, in a game, they're mentally shot by you know forty minutes into the game. They're not coming back. And Jalen Hurts is out there after a bad punt. The Giants gave the Eagles another opportunity, and he somehow plays his best football in the last minute, and he puts the football right on Jalen Rager twice, and and he's unable to come up with it either time. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. That part I, I give him a ton of credit for because he's just got this weird ability, and I call it a weird ability, to, to forget. He's almost like a great corner playing quarterback to forget all the bad stuff and just go out there and play and keep playing and keep chugging along. And that's why mm. that's one of the reasons he's been so difficult for other teams to deal with because the Carolina game was another perfect example. He did not play well. That was probably his worst game besides this game. Right. And he was the same thing in the fourth quarter. He's out there making plays. And in that game, the Eagles were able to come back and win in this game, they came up a little bit short. Hey, John, you surprised the Eagles aren't able to get even more pressure on a Daniel Jones? I mean, the way Daniel Jones likes to serve up turnovers, I'm, I'm a little surprised they didn't get him on the ground more or or rattle him more. Well, I, I mean, I look at this defense, and I, I get it. I mean, they, they're playing a scheme that's not designed uh, to generate um, – a high number of sacks. And I, I always use the, this town's used to Jim Swartz and the wide nine and Jim Washburn and back to Jim Johnson and just go get the quarterback, Kells Bells. Uh, and, and they like that. And, and now they're preaching a more disciplined pass rush. Um, that's, that's about, you know, 
really quarterback hurries and quarterback pressures uh, and making sure the quarterback, especially a quarterback with mobility like Daniel Jones, doesn't get loose uh, to make those extend, you know, similar things to what Jalen Hurts does to opponents. Um, so it's not as sexy. But, I, I mean, they gave up 13 points, and, right, and the Giants right. – and the Giants' offense was woefully ineffective for most of this game. I, I can't even I can't even look at the defensive side in this one. Yeah, I mean, we were discussing that because uh, I know Jonathan Gannon has has constantly been a topic of debate. Um, I'm not all in on him yet, but I think our offense's performance and Nick Sirianni's play calling kind of takes the attention away from that this game. But uh, I mean, I know you are and have been, you know, pro Gannon. I've seen some criticism of his conservative defense this game. So are you overall okay with, with how our defense performed? Well, today I was not at times. I do think they play Mm. too much zone at times, especially against quarterbacks that have a reputation. I think at times they've given too much deference to players like Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes and say, Oh, well, you know, those guys are too good. We're not going to go after them. And I think you can't you can't go into things with a defeatist mindset. Um, but I don't think they played that way against uh, lesser quarterbacks. Um, Daniel Jones being one of them. I, I, I Derek Barnett had a really good game. People are not going to want to hear that. He had a really good game. Oh, he did. Today. He did. Um, um, I think they had five tackles for loss. The one sack they did get shouldn't even have been a sack. I mean, right. uh, Daniel Jones was trying to keep the clock running, and he could have just thrown it away. He was outside of the pocket, but he took the sack on purpose. So, I, I mean, to me, it's not about sacks because you can look at it. You're not going to look at the context of that. You're going to say, oh, Javon Hargrave got a sack. Is that mm-hmm. meaningful, or is, is it more meaningful for – Derek Barnett to kill a drive with a 13-yard tackle for loss, which he did um, early in the game on a first down. I mean, just killed a drive. So what's more important? Um, to me, it's pretty easy to know one's more important than the other. But, again, people will pick up the box score tomorrow and see, well, Hargrave had a sack and Barnett didn't. Um, and they don't give out game balls for losses. But if they did, Derek Barnett would be getting one on the defensive side. Isn't that weird to hear that? Derek <laughs> Barnett, a game ball. Instead of somebody he saying one. he already got one, Deacon. He got one in Denver, by the way. I, I know, he but got instead of defensive game ball. But instead of somebody saying, take a ball and throw it at Derek Barnett, we're talking about yeah. Derek Barnett would get a game ball. <laughs> Man, it's a yeah, it's he, He's game. actually and again, I know he's he's one of those players that I always joke with Jody Mack on Burst 365, because mm-hmm. when Jody uh, when Jody gives up on a player, he gives up on a player. He just closes the book on them, and they're done. They're dead to him. And Derek Barnett is dead to a lot of Eagles fans. He's been yep. playing really well over the past month. My favorite thing was when he celebrated somebody else's penalty. That was my favorite part. I was like, yeah, you bask in that, Derek. Bask in that for just a second. Uh, here's what we've talked a lot about, and I, I want to go back to the offense here and talk about those those three interceptions, but we've talked a lot about Jalen Hurts kind of climbing that mountain towards at least winning next year as the Eagles starting quarterback. Forget about the franchise conversation for just a second. But he's climbed that mountain more so over the last three weeks than he has fallen down that mountain. How many steps back is a game like this in your mind, John McMullen? 
Uh, that's a good question. Uh, well, it's a significant step back, I will say. I, I, you know, I, I don't, I don't think the Eagles. Well, I know the Eagles aren't. Uh, they don't have these massive mood swings. You know, mm-hmm. when he plays poorly, they're not going to say, "Okay, this isn't the guy." When he plays uh, well, they're not going to say, "Oh, we're going to stop looking at every other quarterback." Um, so it, it's it's always been more of a tempered approach. Um, but, you know, even through this streak where people have started to, and even Ian Rappaport put out sort of that report on NFL media this morning uh, that the Eagles are seriously considering moving forward. Well, they've been seriously considering it the whole time, but jokes aside, uh, this, this whole five weeks now has not been a positive if you want Jalen Hurts to be the long-term starter of the Eagles. And, it, and I'm not talking about the play on the field. I'm talking about the Eagles' scale back in philosophy from the RPO, throwing the football off the RPOs to the more, okay, we're going to sit back and run the football. That tells me right off the bat, they're saying, we put too much on this kid's plate. We got to scale it back. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not, it's counterintuitive to say success on the field is negative to Jalen Hurts for the long term, but it's, it's negative to Jalen Hurts in the long term. They tried to expand things today again and get a little bit more of the passing involved early. And it didn't work. Mm-hmm. So that's unfortunate, though, when you're looking at the last uh, four or five weeks, when you're talking about a team winning, what, three of four, it's actually counting against the quarterback because he's not the star of the show, in other words. Well, it, it's – in other words, I'm talking long-term here. Right. No, I understand, not, yeah. There's, there's two different – obviously – you know, Nick Sirianni also wants to beat the Giants today, wants to beat the Jets next week. That's his most important goal, and he's utilizing the strengths of the quarterback he has right now. Uh, but Howie Roseman has a different job, and Howie Roseman is talking to Nick Sirianni constantly, so he knows what Nick is trying to do. And Nick is trying to win games the best way he can, and the best way he can is to take advantage of Jalen's uh, running ability and limit the passing as much as possible. I think the hope was that some of the success over the prior weeks would sort of bolster the confidence. You start to feel better about yourself. Uh, and maybe you can start expanding things again. And maybe they can. Uh, there's five weeks to go. Uh, today, against a bad football team, it didn't work. Hey, hey John, let's just look down the road for fun. the fun of it. Let's say somehow, some way, the Eagles find a way to lose to the lowly Jets seven days from today. Can you imagine the media contingent and the fan base in this city if that happens in a span of seven days? Yeah, that would obviously not be good. Um, The Jets are – but you know what? I I think the Jets are going to be better than the Giants. I mean, this Giants. It's crazy as it sounds, yes. Yeah. I I, I mean, this team was – 
I never had a doubt the Eagles were going to win this game until the final second clicked up, until the fourth and ten. I thought they were going to win the game. Uh, as be- as poorly as they played, uh, because the Giants were that ineffective, they were unable to do much at all yeah. offensively. Um, it, it truly was, the, you know, early in the season, the Eagles would use that, well, we're shooting ourselves in the foot excuse all the time. Today was real. Today it wasn't, mm. we're shooting ourselves in the foot against the Super Bowl champions or yep. the AFC champions who, in reality, just kicked the you-know-what out of you. Um, this was, they shot themselves in the foot. They lost the game. The Giants Absolutely. didn't win the game. Mm. Well, so I'm curious to to get your thoughts, Sean, on if you think that this game was, uh, and you may have just alluded to it, you know, a fluke, and if we can get it back, uh, get back to at least our somewhat winning ways, not that we ever had too many to begin with this season, but, uh, or or if you think that this is a bad omen and, and the Eagles are, I'm seeing some comments from our viewers saying the Eagles are going to lose out now for the rest of the season. <laughs> oh, you geez. think it's looking that oh, How do they, how do they? How did they go from winning out to losing out? Uh, no, it's Philadelphia. Beat, I don't know. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna beat the Jets uh, next week. They're gonna beat the Giants coming off the bye. I still think the Washington football team. Those, uh, well, I guess Washington is first off the bye, then the Giants in the rematch. Uh, to me, the two games against Washington are the games that will probably decide which one of those teams has a chance to be in the conversation to be in that seventh playoff spot in the NFC. Um, No, they're not going to lose out. They're going to beat the Jets. They're going to, they're going to beat the Giants when they come to Lincoln financial field. Um, And we'll see how they do against Washington. Uh, I, I don't think this is a playoff team. I never thought this was a playoff team. Um, and I, I don't think that's surprise people. I don't know if I could take any more optimism saying they're not going to lose out. I really can't after a, <laughs> a loss like this. Uh, John McMullen reporting live from MetLife Stadium. That's in North Jersey for those people uh, that need to know that, like myself. Uh, he is brought to us by Mesa Law and Associates. Need a tough injury a lawyer called Joe Mesa. John McMullen, thank you so much, my friend. Much appreciated. Hey, thank you. Appreciate it. John McMullen joining us uh, right there, uh, giving us all the latest on the Eagles postgame reaction, as well as what we're thinking of Jalen Hurts going forward. And let's just remember this. The Eagles will not lose out. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to guarantee that, folks. The Eagles will not lose out. We'll react more so to this uh, unfortunate oh, Eagles. Lot. What, what do you got? You think they'll lose out, D-Gun? No, no, no. I'm just saying it's funny that we're even talking about this right now. Okay, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. It's not my opinion. It was right. just a lot of comments I was seeing, okay? It was floated out me. there. It was floated out there in the comments. <laughs> Devin, you, you talked about it, and you're right to talk about it because that's what the people are saying. It's just up to us to go, all right, let's just let's just pump the brakes on that. They're going to beat the Jets. Right, right. We're all going to feel a lot better about ourselves. And then they're going to go along with the rest of the NFC East and hopefully be able to handle their business in that regard. Do want to tell you, of course, live post-game show on Jacob Media YouTube channel as well as 6abc.com is presented by Ocean Casino Resort. Go for the live show. Go for the win. We'll react a little bit more to this Eagles loss coming up in a few. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. 
by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.